This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sofia Lopercaro, and this episode's guest is Self-Esteem. Back in 2019, Rebecca Lucy Taylor released Compliments Please, her debut solo album under the moniker Self-Esteem. She has now returned with Prioritized Pleasure, another album celebrating emotional growth, sexual freedom, healing, and queer expression. She joined me way back on episode three to discuss the first record, so it is a joy to have her back now. You were episode three, way back when the the pandemic had just started, and hopefully we're near the end of it now, maybe? I I don't know anymore. (laughs) Yeah, man, who knows? Yeah, it's funny, I remember, yeah, it it was such a sort of unknown time, and now we're just sort of living it. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. It's it's become this bizarre normal now, but I mean, hey, we've we've made it work thus far, at least to the best that we can. We are not going to talk about the pandemic for too long because no, thank you. And we have a new self-esteem record to talk about, which is far more interesting. Um, so before I, you know, I got on this call with you, I went back over and listened to our last interview. And I remember you saying that you were worried that you weren't going to be able to write more pop hits, but you've gone and written a whole fucking album of them. <laughs> so you've done okay. Yeah, it's still in there. Life in the old dog yet. <laughs> still relevant, still in with the cool kids. Got it all going. Well, Prioritize Pleasure is unbelievable i mean the last record was a really really good record but you've just stepped up your game so much on this new record and i was genuinely blown away by it so oh oh, that's so nice to hear thank you babe that's so exciting yeah i forgot like i guess people will hear it now Now, uh, it was just yeah it, it, it was it's just been so such a pleasure to make like i the pandemic weirdly slowed me down and like made me uh, sit on ideas for longer, like just out of sheer necessity that I couldn't get in the studio. But um, weirdly, when it came to tracking it and and producing it up, like it was it was easy. Like I hate saying that; it feels really wrong, but it just really was like a pleasant, easy three weeks. Me and Johan, the producer, we kept like looking at each other, like, have we? have we missed something? Like, are we, are we forgetting some great big thing? You know, like when you like packed for a holiday and you're like, oh, I didn't like pack my swimming costume or something. I was like, yeah. there's something we're missing here. And there just wasn't like it, it was because I was ready. And it, and I think, you know, I love it when people have heard the record and, and, and they love it. And, and obviously like not everyone will or whatever, but I do think like it's a big meaty, weighty piece of work that has a sort of beginning middle and end in it and I'm I'm really proud of it It, just career-wise like that I've got this time stamp uh, of such a galvanized realized part of me um 
that yeah who knows next one who knows I might be like um yeah I've got nothing to say but uh it was just a, a joy to make and I think you can sort of tell upon hearing it absolutely yeah also you're never going to run out of things to say from the little <laughs> bit I know about you you're not going to run out of things to say you'll be fine um but it's it's interesting hearing you mention how much thought has gone into this one because I definitely felt that difference between uh compliments please and prioritize pleasure I mean both are again two really solid albums but made very differently like the first one felt almost as if um you know you had a lot that you hadn't been able to say yet because that was your first self-esteem record, your first like proper pop record. Whereas on this one, you've kind of got to like let all that initial stuff out on that first record. And now you get to be a little bit more curative, still like packing a very emotional punch, but I don't know. It feels like everything's kind of slowly molding together and there's more, I guess, as you sort of said, thought going into every piece. Yeah, I feel like obviously it had been so long uh, not being able to express myself and then almost like when the boundaries are too wide uh, it, it can get quite confusing and I think that first record I um there was too much I wanted to say and too much I wanted to try and, and I still really stand by I'm really proud of it but I think prioritized pleasure is a more like I know what the boundaries are. I know what works and what doesn't work. I know what I want to do. I know what how I want to tour it. I know who's going to be singing it. Like I knew the client more in my mind. I knew who's out there, who's responding. And I, I, and yeah, just having that like intel in a way from, from putting at least one record out and touring it gave me a bit more focus. And I know what it is now, you know, and maybe that'll change and maybe I'll grow and, and try something different. But um uh, the, for this it was just very I just knew what I was doing which is rare <laughs> yeah I mean it's really felt and even like the visuals are a good I guess demonstration of that because they're so cohesive obviously you really went with the same color palette even the same sort of soundstage look so it's yeah it really creates this very complete thought yeah I I I I'm just really into that at the minute, like really concentrated, direct communication of like idea and theme. And uh, and then also just, it actually just really helps like, cause it's big, bigger now. Like I've got a lot more people that are involved so I can be like, yeah, gold, black and white. Like don't deviate from that. Go. Like it's also just uh, uh, a, a useful tool. To, for, for, for getting things done is to give it some boundaries and it's where I'm at at the minute and and uh I'm just enjoying it yeah oh yeah well um I mean again we obviously talked about the fact that it has a cohesive theme and so if we just start to dive into what those themes are I feel like I do this all the time is a really good place to start because it sort of feels like a summary in a way or at least like a good kind of bird's eye view of a lot of what's happening in the album yeah it, that's true like it, it it I guess it is like that yeah if, if, I'm, if you're gonna listen to one song that's gonna tell you everything you need to know about me it's that one um but yeah they I keep making this joke but like you could put every single thing I've ever made together and there'll be about seven themes that are touched upon that were like what I'm saying the same shit over and over in different ways and at different parts of the process that in my life uh, you know about them but yeah I I uh yeah, I just, 
I do this all the time. <laughs> it's all I go on about. Um, and it's kind of profound that that song ended up being what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a really beautiful, just titan of a song, just with so many things happening in it. Um, also on a, a slight tangent, I mean, I know you said you talk about the same themes, but you call back to the other record quite a bit, which we'll get into more because there's certain like links between songs that are great to talk about. But um, I guess going very directly into the themes on this album that are sort of touched on on I Do This All The Time, obviously embracing sexual freedom is a huge part of it because that's kind of the bulk of what this album is. It's literally called Prioritize Pleasure. And then there's also this other part of it that's very much bluntly calling out the former partner that a lot of this record is about too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of former partners, and not just romantic. Like, I think I'm just really realizing how kept in my place I was by society and you know gender shit basically, and um. I don't really have an answer. It's not like this is like a nice happy ending of me processing and and, and, and suddenly understanding. It's more, a, I'm sort of frustrated and I'm angry, but I'm also not always right. And uh, I'm not perfect. And like that gray area that, that, that life actually happens in is, is what I'm sort of picking apart, I guess. So, and I, I, like I say on the album, like the top of, I think I was always living like, oh, when I meet the right person or when I get the thing or when I'm finally this version of myself, I'll be happy. And and, and realising that that's such a lie that's sort of sold to you by our age-old archaic bullshit of, uh, and happily ever after and and the one and, uh, and all that sort of stuff and realising that it's a journey and if you're lucky, it'll be going upwards and and stopping looking for answers I guess is what the album is about oh yeah I mean even since the last record you've always been really good at embracing that gray area I don't think there's any ever any illusion that it's like this is a girl power record or this is a breakup album and it's very black and white and you know nothing changes like no all of these things coexist even like you know within like empowerment and sexual freedom and you know being okay with things like like casual sex there's also another side of it of knowing that sometimes in those situations it's hard to be vulnerable for example like it's not saying that any one thing is a complete binary this is the right way of doing things this is the wrong way of doing things yeah i think it's that's the important thing to accept for change to happen like i i think we're stuck a bit in you know obviously that you we could do a whole podcast on puzzle culture and woke culture and like all all the things that kind of like I understand they need to happen and we all need to a lot of change has to happen and you need a a lot of voices on it but I I also think that it's not human it's it it's not human to be perfect and um and also how do you ever learn or grow if you don't make mistakes and like I think just personally I was surrounded by what felt like a lot of people living perfectly and and I what what's wrong with me and what what am I doing wrong what can't what I, 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 and realizing that that's kind of all a bit of a lie and it's all a myth and we're all fucking up and then learning or we're not learning or we're repeating and and like I, I do this all the time blowing up like it did like blew my mind because I was like 
oh, so you you all feel like this too? Oh, great, cool. Thanks for like lying, <laughs> like and making me feel like an alien my whole life, general public. Like uh, I think it was quite as uh, so sort of radical, really. To to to, well, it's not radical. It's very. I'm very comfortable telling you how I feel and and how complicated that is, whereas people find it very radical and uh, and but have um. Now, I don't know, somehow it's given some people a way to go, oh, I feel like that too, and thank you for saying that. And that's like a new layer now and a new level to my art that uh, I really enjoy, and it's very exciting. Yeah. Well, I think there's such a, like, compassion and kindness towards self on that song that probably gives people comfort. Like, even thinking back to the video, there's the... I mean, a good portion of it is literally just you holding yourself and being kind to yourself. And then there's also that bit in the bridge where you're like, I'll breathe again, I'll sing again. And there's these huge, like, swelling violins. Like, that song, particularly in those moments, feels so, like, so hopeful, so I'm going to be okay. And I, I'm sure other people want to project that onto themselves. So, absolutely, it's such a comforting piece of music. Yeah, like... I realized like my my kink in songs is like the idea of hope or like on the edge of what's next. Like I think that's such a great place to 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 put someone in. Like a yeah, I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but like that I didn't sort of plan the song to feel like that. And then even sonically, it, it feels like that. And, and it's just so, it's one of the most truest, most exciting creative processes of my life, which was just like, uh, just real like slashing me right down the middle and going, what's in here? And, and trusting my trusting my instincts. And I was completely unchallenged and that, that you know, it, don't challenge a woman, you know, and, and see what happens because because it's beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Like, um. I don't know what I'm, what I'm on about or what your question was, but yeah, I, You're doing I, good. I, I, I guess I just don't give a fuck anymore and I'm not scared anymore. So I'm, I, and that, what happens when you're in that space is true communication and, and, uh, but then, yeah, I, I, that hope. Yeah, totally. Like we've got, I mean, what, there's nothing without that. And, and there's got to be every day now I am less, depressed <laughs> I wake up and go oh what's gonna happen today I I wonder do you know what I mean like, I'm curious about my life rather than like, expecting it to be shit <laughs> which is yeah. how I live you know the first 30 years so um oh I know then that's reflecting on my music at the minute because that's where I'm at oh yeah it it shows so much well we're gonna come back briefly to this or not briefly we're going to come back to this sort of more joyous side of the record, but just to kind of follow the evolution of things, um, we're going to kind of, I guess, face backwards for a minute. Um, so within, obviously, the limits of your own comfort, I know you're super open, but again, we love a boundary on this podcast. Um, where would you say that, like, I guess your mindset around, like, you know, your role as a woman, your own, like, expectations for life, um, you know, freedom of sexual expression, all that stuff, like, where do, would you say that it was in the past, particularly, like, in these relationships that are sort of touched on on this album? Yeah, I think um, there's, there's, like, a deep wiring in me that's, like, has this desire to, like, 
meet this one person and have do all the things that everyone does and then I'll feel complete and my parents will be happy and like surely that'll be fine like that that was so strong within me my whole life and and I guess over the last four or five years as I've understood myself had experiences more more it's like the in the the gathering of information about myself I've done since like being a solo artist and having therapy I guess like those two things together have given me this way to like a freedom from thinking wishing I was like everyone else or having this mirror next to me that like someone else living their life better than me or something like now that's gone it's given me the space to challenge this wiring and this the expectations that society put on me uh but that put it on my parents and their parents it's like it's you know some people doing very very radically and, and eloquently like polyamory and, uh, and 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 all that kind of stuff and and like I, I'm kind of not there but I'm also interested in what if you don't do what you think is correct or something and uh, and it's maybe like people younger than me don't have to, to question it so hard but I I just realized I was living my life going feeling like I wasn't successful because I didn't have these tick boxes checked and 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 just profoundly thought well, what if what if I don't ever does that mean I've failed like no so and what does that mean and what does my life became like much wider and more exciting and longer almost by realizing that just pleasing myself is is, is success I don't know if that makes sense no it does and I love how with all of this there's a lot of moments in the record where you're almost looking back at these, I guess, former partners, former spaces where these expectations were put on you, and you almost get to laugh a little bit. I mean, like, on... I'm trying to remember which ones. I know fucking Wizardry was one of them, which is <laughs> a great, great title. Perfect. Um, but this idea of, like, looking, it's like, like, this person used to treat me like I was too much or I was, like, incorrect in the way I am, and yet I still see them watching my Instagram stories and stuff like that. They all come back around. They really do, don't they? <laughs> they really do. And then, well, however long it takes, you just weigh it out, baby, and they'll be back. Like, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm actually like friends with that guy now. Like, it, it, it's it's fine. But I was so hurt, and like, I sort of really loved him, and and he was was just really shit, and it was just such a shame. It felt like, uh, just yeah, a shame. That's the best way to put it. Like, you. The, the likelihood of being really into someone for me is so low and like so sporadic that for me, I it's such a disappointment for that to go to waste in a weird way. But then also that's very one-sided. Like it's not his fault. He wasn't ready to do what I was ready to do. And that, and yeah, even that, like I, I'm so adapted going, right, bags packed, get the fuck out of there, skin thicken, boss bitch, here we go. You don't need anyone doing all that. And I've become so rehearsed at that and so good at it and 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 you know very fucking good at it after that relationship and 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 just but I had to because that's how I've survived and then oh since I wrote that song I actually I wouldn't put that song on the record now if I had a choice because I'm so in my feelings there I don't feel like that and I'm sort of not proud of some of my actions but but then I also think it's a sort of really good time stamp and it's a learning it's funny. It's fucking funny as well. Oh, it's hilarious. Like a, a learning 
a way to learn to, for me the fact that I can now feel so far away from who wrote that song is and you know that was 2019 it's not that long ago like it's cool it's great it's like my my I get so like the most joyful thing for me is when I go oh I handled that better <laughs> oh I didn't I didn't even notice that I've changed and it's for the better. That's great. I love that. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's one of them. Like I'm really into that feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Hey, like to your point, it's a great timestamp. It's all part of the healing process. Also, I think we're allowed to like laugh at the audacity of people sometimes, even though, even if they've changed, it can, you can kind of have a minute being like, you used to do that, you know, like just remember once upon a time you were like that. But at the same time, once again, you are not one for binaries. So there's other songs on this record that either call yourself out where you're like, I, you know, I said I was done with this person, but I'm impulsive and I've gone back. So you got like moody, even fucking wizardry has aspects of that. Um, and then there's also compassion towards a former partner, like still raining, which calls back to she rains on the last record. Both of them are, well, the first she rains was very, um, like I wasn't enough for this person. Whereas still raining almost feels like a more evolved version of that, of being like, I know I wasn't what you needed and that's okay. And I can be compassionate towards that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm proud of, of, of them again, as like timestamps, like a, I just really more and more work with this idea of like relationships aren't just one person that you are, you know, the girlfriend of or, for, for what, or whatever term you want to use. Like, life's really long if you're lucky and you will have all these partnerships and some of them are sexual and some of them aren't and like realizing that I'm like very in love with a lot of people but they the the relationships take different forms and accepting the forms and going with them and obviously there's challenges to that um but it's changed my perception and kind of made me a nice better person or something or, or like again though it's about rejecting stereotypes uh, expectations and 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 societal sort of norms or whatever um but it's 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 really helped me uh, I, and i can have i i'm compassionate to i'm forgiving myself now um for for, for behaviors that like i don't i never stood by you know uh, but I, I, but it, it, the forgiveness is doing some sort of something for me to yeah make the dark clouds sort of aren't as dark because accepting that humans aren't perfect and that and and so why would I be and uh it's just part of it all isn't it? it's long and like so much so many people just shy away from it and just ignore it or you you mask it or you hop into all the relationships or you like to try and just really, really be true uh, is really hard, but it's actually where proper joy can be, I think. Yeah, no, I I mean, I already sort of said it, but I love how much compassion there is on this record, both again, towards yourself and towards other people. I think that's why people find so much comfort in it and will once they finally get to hear the, the record in its entirety. But yeah, it's, it's a nice to hear a pop record that isn't like, fuck you or fuck me. It's like... You know, 
I mean, we've. I think certainly for female-fronted stuff, like you're either like boss, bitch, blah blah blah. You don't need anything, or you're a crying torch song. Lover left me, and 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 neither of them are what we are all the time. So, like, I, I suppose I've always said, like, self-esteem is like relatable pop music or something, or like the people's pop star like who's telling it like it is or whatever but like I think it's it's that's what I set out to do and now it's sort of augmented into a true um me being very honest with myself first and foremost and then then that coming into the music and and I don't know I do it for myself I I really do but the fact that it like helps other people is is this beautiful bonus that I can't get enough of and and Yes, I'm um, start a cult, I think. There you go. You can be the Princess Diana of pop music. Yes, I am. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting for someone to say it, so thank you. There you go. I'm glad I could bestow that title on you. Here you go. Use it in your press, do whatever you want with it, run with it. It is my gift to you. Well, <laughs> speaking of being the people's pop star, um, I think this is a good point to get into the parts of the album that are much more anthemic and just embracing that freedom because they're just fucking fun and we need them. And so some of those are obviously the title track, Prioritize Pleasure, is like a very stompy um, anthem that is just so much fun to listen to. Hobbies number two has a bit of a how can I help you, which is like the antithesis to that one verse in I Do This All The Time where it's like that outer voice kind of telling you like be a good sturdy girl and cheer up love and all that you have this great big angry almost like early pink fuck you song <laughs> i love that yeah yeah uh yeah how can i help you was a funny one like that's one of the first ones i wrote for it i just went in the studio and i felt like there's a music prize here called the mercury prize and it's like the only thing to try and get nominated for and it's always been a bit of a dream of mine and and, and everyone was saying compliments please was definitely going to get nominated and it didn't and it, it was very like I handled it with humor I did all the things that I would do but uh I was good you know and, and I was so angry and, and 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 embarrassed and and it was just after that I think Johan my producer was like we had this beat and, and I was like obviously really like black skin head kind of like such a sonic reference and and I was like what do I want to fucking say and he was like what do you what do you want to say what do you feel what do you feel and it was really like an angry day and I just yeah spat it out and um it's uh the girls in my band just cannot wait for that song to come up in the set like we just all feel so it's like a war cry and, we're, and live we're doing this kind of like rain dance to it and it's oh my uh, god yeah it's it's cool it's like yeah I there's been a lot of discussion about that song it was like should it be a single should it be this and I was like it's so important to the 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 tapestry of this record to also I'm not being nuanced or quiet or complimented oh my god complimentative there Um, you go I'm just saying fuck this (laughs) which is a very female fucking feeling <laughs> yeah i think it's because we're just all collectively very tired so <laughs> sometimes we need it well it's like i mean the the sort of 
bridge, like the call out bit and prioritize pleasure, well, that one's less angry. It's more sort of like a, almost like an army chant, you know, it's the same sort of feeling of just being like, I'm going to fucking do this stuff for myself, you know? Really? Like, I've just figured it out. Like, oh, it's not for anyone else. And And when it isn't for anyone else, you'll then become a better, more giving, brilliant version of yourself. Like actually a life hack. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, because I've lived, you know, many many years for other people, in and like in small ways, like in my relationships, I'm a people pleaser. I'm like, I want my parents to be happy. I want you know all this kind of. But then in bigger ways, as as a woman in the in in music, like, what do you want? I'll do it, I, 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 and I'll behave, and and that's been. Every day I would wake up and be like, if I'm good, I'll get, um, you know, I don't know, a medal, points, whatever you want to call it. Like there'll be a positive reaction to me being good and then actually going, doesn't matter how good I am, this shit's going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, bit of a game changer. Yeah. And it's so nice to kind of have that almost like party moment, just being like, fuck it, I'm free. Like it feels so... It's so fucking cathartic, and I love that about it. Now, another happy song. We're just kind of going through the list now, but the three, four, five, similar sort of more compassionate side, much like I do this all the time, but I don't know. This one, it's... I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, a similar, like, like a comparable, like, song. All I can think of off the top of my head is something like Freedom 90, but there's still a little bit of a, a different vibe. It's just, like... I'm going to take care of myself. Like, I'm assuming you're talking to yourself on the three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Again, it's like that very on the nose kind of like hugging myself metaphor. But like when I first went into with the therapist I'm with now and, and and she was like, you you just really don't love yourself. And I, and and I think those, that language is quite hard, especially when you're like a, a sarcastic asshole, like I am. I'm like, you know, live, laugh, love, uh, eat, pray, whatever. You used to also be in a folk band, and I feel like happy songs have only started to be allowed in folk bands in the last couple of years. Yeah, it just all grosses me out. But but, but to hear it so plainly said was like, a, a, you know, a big, big moment for me and and, and began this journey of sh- shifting my perceptions and, and changing my life, you know, because I did hate hate hated myself you know and 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 when you hate yourself you treat yourself with fuck all respect and then that's where your problems that that's the like beautiful fertile ground for you to cause a lot of shit for yourself (laughs) and then so yeah there is a lot of just trying to do self-love but in a realistic way because I think it's again the extremes are in the zeitgeist it's like happy wholesome self-love self-care stuff that feels icky and then sort of a bit silly to me and it's hard for me to digest and or, or, or but it's in, but, but what what is preaching is important and it, it works so I, I don't know it's me trying to put the idea of self-care and self-love into a non-embarrassing non-icky <laughs> way of doing it that people like me can digest and put into practice and not feel like 
uh, whatever. <laughs> I wish I had a more eloquent way of saying it. But No, you're good. You don't want to feel almost if you're metaphorically putting up like a like live, laugh, love or eat, pray, love poster in your, your bedroom. So... But that was holding me back. It's always held me back. Like the, the, these fundamental things that unite a lot of human beings, like that aren't like me, like, <laughs> like there's something in it, <laughs> but like trying to find a digestible way of, of, of giving it to myself, oh, which yeah. I'm still working on like every fucking day. But um, that idea of putting yourself first and, and loving yourself and choosing better things for you before servicing anyone else is uh is the only route to like any kind of joy i think getting to the very end song of this record which is just kids it's such a good ending because it feels like sort of calmly coming to the logical conclusions of things like saying you know i love this person and they didn't love me back and so that's just kind of how it was like it it isn't angry it's maybe a little sad, but not, like, overly, like, this is, I'm sobbing over this. It's just, that's just what it was. And it's part of the journey of just accepting that these things don't always work out the way we want them to. Yeah. I mean, I'm proud of that song because it's a sort of full stop on, and it's actually, you know, it's it's a, it's about a few of the relationships in my life that aren't romantic, actually. It's, like, just this realisation that, I'll never be no no behavioral change, no gift I can buy you, no no thing I could do will will change this. And and it's just something in you that means you you resent me, and, and we'll just never get through it. And and I've always wanted so badly to change that and to accept that I can't um, is really sad because it means like there's no hope in that department, and 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 that's that. And and uh, it's uh, very freeing though, and and uh, and also doesn't mean I don't have, get to love them, you know, uh, and that doesn't have to go to. That's maybe going to waste. Like they don't get it, they they don't accept it, but I, it doesn't mean I have to stop loving them. No, I think that's a good conclusion to come to, and I definitely heard like you know like references to your music career in the past and stuff too and like the I guess the growth that's happened there but again the chips fall where they fall and it's it's all okay yeah I've I've really it's it's a tough one to to, to commit to but that like things happening for a reason as well she's there again with her uh, plaques on the wall but like oh Christ they really do you know like trusting the process and, and going going with the flow um something I've I've always tried to just plan the flow and I and I redirect the flow and I strong arm the flow and 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 just giving in a bit and accepting more has life-changing effects prioritize pleasure is available now wherever you normally get your music this podcast is hosted produced and edited by myself Sophia Lopercaro and the artwork is by Meg Welford